This is AgriPulse Daybreak for Monday, November 27th. Good morning. I'm Jeff Daly. Here's today's headlines. U.S. states hit hardest by a NAFTA withdrawal. U.S. poultry exporters lend a hand to NAFTA partner. And USDA sets up Performance Review Board. It's not looking good for renegotiation efforts to save the beleaguered North American Free Trade Agreement after the fifth round of talks that wrapped up last week in Mexico City. And another grim assessment of the negotiations, U.S. Trade Representative Robert Lighthizer said, while we have made progress on some of our efforts to modernize NAFTA, I remain concerned about the lack of headway. Thus far, we have seen no evidence that Canada or Mexico are willing to seriously engage on provisions that will lead to a rebalanced agreement. Absent rebalancing, we will not reach a satisfactory result. Canada and Mexico are not budging in opposition to some U.S. demands, like the ones that would make it easier for U.S. fruit and vegetable farmers to sue Mexican exporters, as well as require Canada to tear down its national supply management systems for dairy and for poultry. With the constant threat of losing NAFTA, the U.S. Chamber of Commerce looked at which states would suffer the most from a potential loss of NAFTA. The top of the list is Michigan. The automotive engine of the country would be the state hit hardest if President Trump decides to pull the U.S. out of NAFTA. But Wisconsin and its dairy farmers would not be far behind at a solid second place, that according to a new analysis released by the Chamber of Commerce. Now, the Badger State doesn't export as much in the way of cars or car parts as a neighbor, but it does sell a lot of milk and cheese. Mexico is the number one foreign market for U.S. dairy exports, and Wisconsin is one of the largest contributors to those at $700 million worth of annual sales. Without NAFTA, the report stressed, Wisconsin cheese would face a 45% tariff south of the border. Meanwhile, a new EU-Mexico trade pact would soon guarantee European cheesemakers duty-free access to Mexico, allowing them to seize market share from their U.S. competitors. Third on the list is North Dakota. Wisconsin has North Dakota beat in a cheesy goodness, but you can't make a grilled cheese sandwich without bread, and the Peace Garden State produces and exports lots of wheat. Mexico is the second largest destination for North Dakota wheat exports, behind only China. And without NAFTA, Mexican import tariffs on the grain could rise as much as 67%. That would likely encourage Mexico to give a lot more business to Canada, France, and other countries lined up to make deals. For the full analysis that breaks down NAFTA trade with a long list of other states, visit the Chamber of Commerce website and look under the Above the Fold tab. Corn Growers and Grains Council heading to South Korea. It was a good sign for trade when President Trump visited South Korea and emphasized commerce between the two countries on his recent trip through Asia. Kevin Skunis, president of the Corn Board of the National Corn Growers Association, told AgriPulse. In an interview with AgriPulse, Skunis said, Actually, a National Corn Growers Officer Team is going to go to Korea with the U.S. Grains Council team to try to talk to some of the buyers over there and see what their feelings are on the free trade agreement with them. The U.S. Free Trade Agreement with South Korea, CORUS for short, has been a major boon for U.S. ag exporters and helped create a new and expanding market for distillers' grains. 
but the Trump administration has threatened more than once to pull the U.S. out because of an overall trade deficit with the Asian country. U.S. Grains Council, in a recent statement that was a reaction to one of those threats, said, Chorus has solidified and enhanced our long-time and fruitful partnership with South Korea. Unilaterally walking away from it now is a rash move that will harm relationships we've built over a period of 40 years at the expense of U.S. farm country. The U.S. and Korea continue to work on revising course, more to the liking of the Trump administration. U.S. poultry exporters lend a hand to NAFTA partner. More than 360 people died in the massive 7.1 magnitude earthquake that shook Mexico in September, and areas of the country are still in recovery mode amid the rubble left in the wake of the natural disaster. The folks at the USA Poultry and Egg Council are hoping their donation of $250,000 will help those that survived and are trying to rebuild in some of the worst-hit areas. Usapeak President Jim Summer said, Our members were overwhelmed by news reports of the devastation in Mexico, and we immediately contacted our friends in Mexico to see what the U.S. poultry and egg industry could do to help. USDA sets up Performance Review Board. USDA has appointed members to its Performance Review Board, which recommends ratings, pay adjustments, and cash awards from members of the Senior Executive Service and other senior-level officials in the department. The appointments were effective October 24th, says the Federal Register announcement, which is being published today. The PRB has 26 members, including three political appointees. Regulatory Reform Officer Rebecca Adcock, Margaret Lines, Chief of Staff and Senior Advisor in the Office of the Undersecretary for Food, Nutrition and Consumer Services, and Brandon Lips, Administrator of the Food and Nutrition Service. Other members include Shavonda Jacobs-Young, Administrator of the Agriculture Research Service, William Hohenstein, Director of the Climate Change Program Office, and Donald Bice, Acting Deputy Assistant Secretary for Administration. The PRB meets annually and makes recommendations to the Secretary. Well, that's Daybreak for this Monday, November 27th. AgriPulse Daybreak is brought to you by FLM Harvest, a hybrid strategic consulting, marketing, and communications company that delivers innovative solutions and meaningful results to clients across the farm, food, environmental sciences, and lifestyle spectrum. For more information, please visit WideOpenThinking.com. For the latest news out of Washington, D.C., visit AgriPulse.com. For AgriPulse Daybreak, I'm Jeff Daly.